2: The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hi, this is Pia Barancini and welcome to Everything is the Best, the podcast where I get vulnerable and make others do it with me. The goal here is to deep dive into interesting people's journeys, finding common denominators, and hopefully making you feel not so alone. So let's laugh, let's cry, and let's get inspired to live our best lives. Hello my darlings. In early 2019, Victoria's daughter was born with a cleft lip without having any common risk factors or genetically. She and her OBGYN were shocked to learn that this type of cleft was associated with a folic acid deficiency, which was especially surprising considering that Victoria had been taking a prenatal she trusted. It turns out about 40 to 60% of women have a common genetic mutation, the MTHFR variant, which prevents them from converting folic acid into folate. The usable format and an increase in folate intake during the first four to seven weeks of pregnancy are crucial to a healthy pregnancy. Meanwhile, her good friend Alex, a content expert and self-proclaimed wellness buff, spent hours poring over resources to learn the importance of adjusting her vitamins as she moved through each phase of her pregnancy. She was doing her own research, buying supplements on her own, which was, you know, like a haphazard and time-consuming and expensive approach. The two realized there needed to be a solution. They pulled together a team of leading multidisciplinary doctors and practitioners in pre- and postnatal health and boom. Parallel was born. We discussed the emotional toll of pregnancy and birth, how many areas in pre and postnatal care are flawed, mom guilt, and much more. Please enjoy. Do you guys want to introduce yourselves so everyone can get to know? Yeah. Know your voice?
1: Hey, I'm Alex and I'm one of the co-founders of Parallel. And I'm Tori, I'm the other co-founder of Parallel.
2: <laughs> so please let's just dive right in. I know it's on your... Site, but I would love to hear firsthand the genesis of parallel because I think it, I mean, it's such an, in, you, it, it, it's a true, it's truly our problem solvers mm-hmm. in the context of what most women are going through today. Thank
0: you. Yeah, I mean, you know, I've had two, Tori's had three, still don't understand how she does it. <laughs> but, you know, we just realized there just had to be. A better solution. Kind of taking a step back, I it's Alex, I have a background in content, media, brand building. I started out in the world of editorial at Vogue, held some different jobs at you know in the tech world, from Google, um, eventually went to Who What Where. After that, I jumped into the world of retail. and it was around this time that I gave birth to my first, and I just felt that as a new mom, very few brands were really speaking to me as a whole woman. You know, I had my baby, I was a mom. There were all these mom brands, but they were branded for a baby. They were very juvenile and just not cool. And I just felt like I was suddenly relegated to this category as like a mama. And no brand was looking at me as this whole woman. It's like, yes, I'm a mom and it's a huge part of who I am. And I'm learning about my identity as a mom, but I'm still a lot of other things. And I just started to think, well, what, what is needed to support myself and other women like me. And it was around this time that I met Tori.
2: Did you feel like, I have two things to say. One, for everyone listening, taking a bunch of different jobs. I think people feel like they need to pick one path and stick to it. And like you having so many different jobs and such a dynamic background, like only set you up for like total success for what you're doing now. And number two, did you feel like when you became a mom? It was almost like an identity crisis because you're like, I'm this thing, but like in the market, you don't identify with any of it. So you're kind of like, did you? Yeah, right.
0: Totally. I mean, that first month after giving birth, there was like this birth of like myself. You know, I was Mm -hmm. like, Am I? How do I? I remember the first time going out in the world without my child, and I was like, the whole time, I'm like, I'm a mom now. Like, I had this (laughs) kind of different and new way of like relating to myself and. Even two kids in, I still feel like I'm learning more about who I am. And I actually feel like I know myself better than I ever have. Mm-hmm. Well, I totally agree. And I also feel like so
1: much of the category of how like, you know, you're wearing those like frumpy nursing bras and you're leaking. And like I was like, I used to like. Pull myself together and like it. I'm like so
2: embarrassed by what I look like right now. And I had milk dripping all down. I had to change really quick.
0: (laughs) Everywhere. Like, I mean, your first few weeks home, too. I mean, to add insult to injury, you know, you're like basically in a diaper. Like, you might be wearing a lot of band. It's just like, it's a very, you know, rude awakening, I guess. Yeah. (laughs) But it's also so humbling, you know, because you look around at everyone walking around, you're like, we all kind of came we all came from the same place. That's
2: all I think everywhere I go. Everyone was born and like what was your mom's birth story?
0: Exactly. Me too.
2: All I think about about like random people on the sidewalk.
0: Yes, me too. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Yeah, it's definitely part of it. But yeah, I guess going back, like Tori and I met around this time and actually it was like in the midst of my mom identity crisis, like learning who I was, that we started chatting and connecting.
1: Yeah. And wanting to better support this woman as a woman and not as like the cow or the oven and she's mm-hmm. a person mm-hmm. and needs to have her own identity. And so that's the initial yeah. thought of how we started literally dating and meeting for (laughs) weeks (laughs) to chat through. And it was right after I had had our second child, um, my daughter, Imogen, who is a very sassy two and a half year old toddler today. Um, But she was born with a cleft and we were dealing with surgeons and care. And I, you know, as a mom and any mom who I'm sure is listening to this, I was, you know, floored. And I didn't understand why it happened and how it happened. And I was super naive about, you know, the statistics of clefts in the US. Um, it was something I knew from, you know, Operation Smile commercials. Um,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: I'm disappointed in myself that I didn't even realize it. But I learned that the cleft that my daughter had was often associated with a folic acid deficiency. And that's really what kind of kicked us into realizing how, how much we were failed by our vitamins and supplements and our nutrition and the support around this whole category
0: during our pregnancy. Even just like education at large, you know, we're all led to believe you need a certain nutrient, but there's so much nuance. That's really, there's so many layers to this onion to peel back that aren't so readily messaged and available to the consumer. And going through this experience and bringing this to our conversations, we're like, wait a minute, we need to really look into the quality and format of ingredients and, and timing, the timing and the dosages.
1: There were so many pieces that were so flawed. Like even when we were trying to say, oh, well, how much should you have of each of this? You know, you know, how much vitamin D should you have and how much vitamin C should you have? Mm-hmm. And you look at like ACOG says one thing and WHO says something else, which is, usually kind of the bare minimum everyone's solving for different things and not you know always solving for supporting this woman mm-hmm. and that's really what brought us to be like well you know we want to build this but who should be building this it should be a doctor mm-hmm. and why is a doctor not creating this and being really thoughtful about the dosages and the timing and and serving this woman end to end throughout what is I think we all know, a journey. It's not like I decided I wanted to be pregnant. I was pregnant the next day, had a smooth nine months, and the baby right out.
0: <laughs> And congratulations <laughs> if you did have that experience. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with it. But you know, we've all learned like the path to motherhood is gnarly. Yep. It's winding, wild, emotional, crazy road. And when it comes to understanding what you need during this really important time, it was just this crazy, blurry black box. And this could be simplified and made easy and standardized. And the way we felt we could do that was, you know, first of all, pulling together a team of doctors, you know, Tori and I, Tori's, you know, your background is, you know, (laughs) I have a background
1: in finance (laughs) and so I've traditional finance and I'd worked at some startups all in finance and strategy and operational roles, but yeah. know.
2: Oh, you guys are a great compliment to one another, huh?
0: <laughs> I know. I feel very yeah. fortunate to have Tori as the yin to my yang. But, That's amazing. Uh, we like just we we realized very quickly we saw a problem we wanted to fix it but we totally looked in the mirror and we knew we weren't doctors and so we were really fortunate to have access to an incredible team of different doctors through Tori's experience and folks that I knew and we went to them with this concept and we said, listen, you know, if your body and baby are changing throughout this period shouldn't your nutrition nutrients, like why why are those the same throughout? And then also as Tori alluded to, you know, how can we make sure that we're getting the best formats and supporting nutrients to make sure that you can actually absorb and use the ingredients properly. And so we pulled together this awesome panel of doctors um, that are all part of our founding team. And we brought on Tori's OBGYN as our medical co-founder. And together, we developed this concept of parallel together. And they really sit together as this advisory team to hold us accountable, to to really set forth those, you know, standards that we hold our product to. Because as Tori mentioned, like, everyone has different standards from the ACOG, CD. Yeah, Yeah, it's all over the place. And, you know, we want the people who are on
1: the front lines serving this woman of today Mm -hmm. and seeing, you know, where are the gaps? What do they see going on with their patients? You know, both from testing them, from seeing side effects mm, mm-hmm. of high dosages and mm-hmm. and being really thoughtful about what they're recommending that these women take throughout this time. Yeah. So I know. had to do
2: all my own research. So that's yeah. why I was so happy when I found you guys like even in the beginning, mm-hmm. trying to get pregnant. I was like trying to biohack myself by having all these different conversations with all these different women. And like, you know, I had like Elisa Vitti and everyone. So I'm so happy to have you guys on here because the number one question that I get asked, and it's it's once you open the door for, you know, fertility conversations, you find that everyone is so lost. And so it's not like I'm some famous person, but I have people asking me so often because everyone is so lost. What vitamins do you take when you're trying to get pregnant? What vitamins do you take when you're trying to get pregnant? Like, and it pains me. And I always say like, I, and I have the vitamins that I did take that were recommended to me by my friend who's a doctor, but I don't feel comfortable sharing that information because I don't want to lead anyone astray or give anyone anything that, you know, so, and then back to again, what you guys are doing. My husband was watching me do so much. And he was like, how do I, like, what do I need to do? And he felt, so I was like, just take a bunch of CoQ10 and just kept Googling. Like, I was like, I don't know.
0: Yeah. I mean, that was me when we were trying to get pregnant. I read this book called Making Babies by a very, you know, respected acupuncturist who specializes in fertility and she had a whole vitamin regimen. So I'd, you know, piece it together myself and it was bananas. I'd have like 10 bottles and I'd be like, you know, forcing my husband to take his Coke. Oh, my vitamin drawer was crazy. It was crazy. And, you know, when we realized like there's got to be a better solution, you know, we we decided to just make it really simple and put what you need into a little, you know, packet and, you know, well, yeah, it
1: also has to be easier for this woman. Like she's busy. She, yeah. you know, has, again, this goes back to like the original concept. Like there's so much to this woman. There's so many facets, like, she's working and busy and running around. Often she has other kids. Like how
0: can she have this vitamin drawer that she yeah. has to sort through every morning? I mean, like we live in a world, where we have like Uber, we post like everything's so easy. And for one of the most important parts of our lives, like no one's like, I just want someone to spoon feed me like what I need, you know, back by research, it's safe. And it was just too complicated.
2: My doctor who I adore mm-hmm. said to me, take whatever vitamin, like, every vitamin is the same yeah. like whatever prenatal vitamin you want just go take it like they're all the same and i i just i and i didn't even ask her by the way i was like i know what i'm going to take like and she said you know if you're taking a prenatal like don't don't get all stressed about it they're all the same and i remember like nodding my head and leaving there and being like are you fucking kidding me
1: yes i had the same experience what
2: ill advice and I'm... i don't feel and i feel bad for her because she's doing her job And this is just something that she wasn't taught.
1: Yeah. I I think that's the problem. Yeah. It's such a small part of their, you know, training. And I mean, today's doctor has like so little time, so so much, like so much, they have to see a certain number of patients. Like it's, it's unfair to expect that, but you do expect that because they're the ones that are supporting you during this. And they, you know, and that's some of what we want to solve of like. For those doctors who don't have time, like let's have this go-to offering that's been vetted by this other panel and can say, you know, this is trusted. We did the research. We did the work. Like, yeah, this is better to recommend, please.
2: I don't know about you, but I'm dying to get back into the gym. (laughs) It's been so long and I'm starting to miss the little things. Like, do you know what I would give to wipe someone else's sweat off the machines right now? Or hear my trainer shout at me to get another rep in. The vaccination is really the most effective way to help prevent COVID-19 and get back to these good times. Find a COVID-19 vaccination location near you at vaccines.gov. That's vaccines, V-A-C-C-I-N-E-S dot gov. <laughs>
1: Hi,
0: I'm Shanae Alexander, host of Press Send, a podcast and more importantly, a safe and hilarious place for candid conversations about the scary, funny, heartbreaking, but always intriguing questions that make us all human. Each week, me and a new best friend you haven't met yet field your questions across any and all topics and offer our take on the matter with plenty of humor, heart and badassery along the way. We launch a new episode of Press Send every Wednesday. We'll see you there.
2: How did you guys begin, the two of you, like, so you're sitting down and you're like, okay, we're going to do this, which I'm sure was like the most beautiful, like heartwarming aha moment that, and probably very scary. So who did you go to first? And then like, logistically, like, how do you confidently put together like a panel of doctors? Like, how does that work for anybody who needs some inspiration?
1: It was like bit by bit. And Mm -hmm. so it it was kind of like, all right, like, we know we need to have like the doctor really like standing behind this. And so that was like the core. And then some of it was like from our own experience of like, you know, Alex was like, we have to have an acupuncturist Mm -hmm. and need all these elements to really support this woman. And like, we needed to have a reproductive endocrinologist and Dr. Andy Wong, I saw him before we got pregnant with my first. And I was like, he is, the best infertility. He's the best in infertility and he's the best at supporting you. He like can explain things and he can talk you through it. And he talks you through all of what goes into making a baby in Mm -hmm. the right ways that help you feel empowered during a journey where you're feel often very powerless and a lot of things are out of your control. And so it was kind of piecing together all of these people that we'd come across who we knew had the right approach to supporting women.
0: Yeah, so we we talked to all of these doctors to understand you know, what their issues were with what was currently on the market and what could we do better. And our initial kind of thesis was, can we create targeted nutrition for each distinct stage of motherhood? So we now today have a product for anyone who's thinking about or actively trying to conceive. And it's not just a product for someone who's having challenges. It's just a great product to have to build up your nutrient stores ahead of time. You know, Mm -hmm. prenatal right when you start trying maybe isn't the best idea because your body needs to actually like hold on and retain all those nutrients over time. What I've heard it's three
2: months. I mean, essentially you're also creating like a more quality egg, right? So doesn't it take like three months at -hmm. least for that to...
0: Yeah, three what? months, two years. I don't
2: know. <laughs> <laughs> I just had like someone that I when I was taking my cause I she gave me this like vitamin protocol and she was like, listen, I know you want to start now, but she's like the very minimum for for these yeah. vitamins to you know start working is three months, which
0: No, that's exactly true. I mean, even for our men's product, they say, you know, the sperm that's created today is actually used three months from now. At conception, so, so it's really interesting how our conception—that's how it works. But we created this product for conception, for first, second, third trimester, and then we created a mom multi, which is incredible for postpartum in those early, you know, toddler years. So we had these this concept, we took it to the panel, and they, you know, this panel of doctors, and they, you know, very much validated it.
1: Yeah, I feel like every single one were like, oh yes, and a lot of them like from a reproductive endocrinologist, he was like, oh yeah, those are the supplements that I tell my patients to take. Like they were all some way doing it Mm -hmm. and they're like making this easy. Mm -hmm. You're putting it together.
2: Yeah. Yeah. They probably felt a huge relief. Mm -hmm. I'm sure because it's not something that they're going to necessarily go out and do on their own. Doctors don't necessarily have like an editorial background or a finance background to be able to like put something like this together. So I feel like this is a big win for everybody.
0: Exactly, and then like we did like a little you know survey, and we surveyed you know under you know around three hundred women just to understand like what is their experience with prenatal vitamins and who are they you know what do they like what do they not like and you know we realized tolerability was really important so that's something that we took into account with you know the formulation process. Um, oh you know, yeah, it all started to come yeah. Down. <laughs> we we you know wanted to figure out what
1: what do we need to have in there how many pills were people willing to swallow and
0: kind of take people on people are so funny with taking pills oh yeah the problem is is we wish we could make it two easy pills but the reality is is you know we are constrained by you know the physical limitations of what you can fit and in order to get ex- like truly what you need you have to use multiple pills so we did our best to get it into us a- by the
2: way you have it's so minimal before Before I was taking parallel, I'm not kidding. I think I was taking like 11 different pills or 12 different pills every day.
1: Well, I had this conversation (laughs) with someone and she was like, well, five pills a day is a lot. And I was like, well, like, you you know, today most of, a lot of the prenatal brands have like three pills at least. And then you're taking omega and then like, you're probably taking an added supplement. And she was like, yeah, when I was pregnant, I took, like oh, I took nine pills a day. I was like, what?
0: For <laughs> <laughs> less than that? Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah I really did you have like the?
0: Yeah.
2: Oh my god, that is so funny.
0: Yeah, yeah. So you know, we did our best to get in as few pills, but because you know our guiding philosophy is this super targeted nutrition, and you know our our formulation isn't stripped down. You know, I think that's something that's like a big trend right now, but
1: we don't want to be a minimalist vitamin. It feels like the wrong category to be a minimalist in. And I think we learned a lot of, Alice sort of mentioned this, but there's a lot of vitamins strip out nutrients that you don't quote unquote need, but they're what we call support nutrients. Like vitamin D is really important for iron absorption. Mm -hmm. So we have lower amounts of iron in our in our vitamin where we have enough, but you know, it's a super absorbable format and it's partnered with vitamin C. So we know that you're really getting what you need from it.
0: Yeah. Like a good example is our omegas are not only omega DHA, they all have EPA in it. And the reason why EPA is so important is because EPA actually helps the DHA cross the placenta. So if you're... Uh nutrients, the main nutrient can't do its job. So our formulation is very complex because we have all these supporting nutrients so that everything can do what it needs to do. Otherwise you're, you know, taking something and probably paying it (laughs) out.
2: Yeah, totally. Tori, can I ask you something personal? Sure. I feel like so many moms have so much guilt about you know, I have a I have a girlfriend who his son has like a praxia and she was like riddled for months that she had done something wrong, but there was no and so and I, I'd love to talk about that because I feel like with your experience, because I feel like, you know, we expect, especially we're like very privileged women. We live in America, we have access to so we were both like, you know, we're all three of us are like working privileged women. You know, essentially having the best access to doctors and for you to still go through something that I'm sure was extremely traumatic for you and your family must have been extremely frustrating. And so I, if you have any advice for anyone who, who probably felt a little bit of the same, like, did I do something wrong, which you absolutely didn't, like, is there any advice that you could give to any women who feel like are putting a lot of stressors on themselves when like, you didn't do anything wrong. You did your best and you were a wonderful child and this experience was clearly meant to catapult you into another area of your life to help so many women. I mean, it makes me emotional thinking about it because I just can't imagine what you went through.
1: Yeah, I mean, when we were going through this and when we came across a lot of this research and like trying to figure out why, especially knowing that we wanted to have another child and I was devastated and like to say anything otherwise, like more of like, I don't want to say it because people shouldn't feel that way. It, you know, I don't know what, I will never know what could have truly changed this outcome. And I was truly devastated. And I think the biggest thing has been, you know, my daughter is perfect beyond belief. She is the sassiest
2: like
1: (laughs) girl. And like, I, I think I had a really hard time, you know, we were still going through care. The first year of her life was a lot of the initial treatment and the first surgery and the like treatment afterwards and some stuff. And it was really, really hard for me. And I was really stressed about, you know, she was a girl and how was she going to feel? And like, what was she going to go through? And I still feel that way a lot, but I think as she's gotten older and like, I see her little personality and like, she's perfect. She's beautiful. Mm -hmm. And I will do everything in my power to make sure that she never questions that. And I know some days she might, and it will break my heart and it's torn me up, but I have to know like she will be her own person and Mm -hmm. Will come to terms with it, and it'll always probably be harder for me than it mm, is. Absolutely. My saving grace is that, like, we will do everything in our power to make sure she gets through everything she can. In you know, and she's also a little spitfire. So. <laughs> 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 I
0: feel like maybe runs the route. Yeah.
2: I do think a lot of it is, I think what a great point you brought up is that you will probably feel more feelings about it than she ever will. I mean, and also thank God we live in such a transparent time where, you know, we don't have to cover up these things because vulnerability is so key. Now, as humans, it's like, thank God we're all willing to be more vulnerable and share our experiences because living any otherwise is just not worth it. And I do think that like whatever higher power there is, like always, you know, you're never given anything that you aren't capable of getting through. So I well, think that's like...
1: As like kind of a weird personal side note. Mm-hmm. So I had surgery last week mm-hmm. um, on my neck. And so I have like a scar on my neck. And, you know, so it's was like, oh, you should get plastics and like, make sure you have no scar. And I was like, well, it's Okay. I can have a scar. Like I'm going to have a scar and like my daughter going not have a scar. Mm-hmm. And like, that is what it is. Like oh, mm-hmm. I have a scar. Like I had something, it had to come out mm-hmm. and like we fixed it. And that'll go be like,
0: beautiful. yeah, it's part of who you are. Yeah. And
1: you feel like, yeah, like, I don't care. Like, you know,
0: this is what it is. And this I just will be... thought that was like such a beautiful way to handle that and set an example for your daughter about what really matters. And I know that was like a really hard thing for you, but I mean, I it's like, you know, our little people are are a reflection of who we are. Absolutely. (laughs) And I think that's just a gift that you've given her.
2: Absolutely. Because I do think obviously too, having a daughter, you do feel all the, I mean, I went through a lot of stress with my body changing while I was pregnant and I kept thinking to myself, I'm always going to tell my daughter to love her body, no matter what shape or size it is, or what happens. You know, if she has a scar, God forbid, anything happened to her. I'm always going to tell her to love her body because I will view it as beautiful and soul. The like, no, the outer world doesn't care as much as you do either. You know, so I kept thinking to myself, like, oh, I do. I want to be really good about my thoughts and like being more active about loving myself more. So like, she walks around the world in that way.
0: Hundred percent. I was, it's funny you say that. I was just getting. Ready the other day, and I was just like having a day. I was really tired. My daughter's, um, my youngest is seven months now, and she, like, had a really tough time with her sleeping. My first was an angel, but she is a different creature. I look <laughs> a <little> different. Girl. <laughs> um, so I was like, so tired, and I was like, kind of about to like batter off some things about myself that I was annoyed with. And I just like had to catch myself and be like, wait a minute, like these words, even though she is this tiny little human, like,
2: oh, she feels oh. it
0: in. And like, I need to be super cautious of the way I speak. And again, like going back to my new identity as a mom and like loving and knowing knowing who I am more, like it's moments like those that like really remind you, you know? Yeah.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. Because you can't, you know, it's, listen, people don't like you if you're an asshole. So that's really all that matters.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Totally. You're not
2: pretty if you're a dick. So, (laughs) so Getting back to, so how long did it take for you guys to develop these vitamins, the supplement?
1: Well, I mean, we, I think it was like coming together with a concept, pulling it all together took a couple of months. And then when we like really decided we were going to do it, it was probably the very beginning of 2020. And we're like, this is the time we got this (laughs) three months. (laughs) Shit hit the fan. (laughs) The world is like, just kidding. Yeah. But we persevered. Yes. Um, Everything was more difficult than we'd initially hoped. Like everything. (laughs) Uh, But we got there. And I think some of it was just because of that team of doctors and their experience. And like, it wasn't like we had to re you know, they were like, I know what I need. I know what my patients need. I know what I'm telling them to take. And then I'm telling them to add because this doesn't have that. And so like the formulations was like, I don't want to say a no brainer because there were countless hours spent on it, but you know, they knew what they wanted because they've been treating right. people for 25 years and knew what was missing and, and knew how we want to put it together. Um, and then like we have cobbled together an amazing supply chain who have
0: like, that's, that's all you girl. We had, you know,
1: <laughs> I, I ended up giving birth to our third, like a week before we launched. And oh my God. Well, it was bananas. Timing was interesting. <laughs> like one of our suppliers drove the boxes to my house because I couldn't <laughs> pick it up. And like, this, like we just, it was madness, it together. And, like Yeah. Alex just... compiled like a hundred pieces of content prior to launching.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was wild. We just, you know, pedal to the metal. I think like also being moms, you know, you just get really efficient with your time. Yeah, you know, true. you realize that there's something that might take Someone four hours, but you know, gosh darn it! Like my mom's like doing it in an hour. Mm-hmm. we got an hour, no, it's <laughs> so nice it's <laughs> gonna um, Yeah, so we we officially kind of started the process at the top of 2020 with the goal of launching by September 1st. We launched September 30th, which I would count as a win.
2: Amazing!
1: That's
0: a huge win. Same month. And we were both pregnant when we Well, you had just given birth. I just given birth.
1: Alex was like six and a half months pregnant. Yeah. It okay. was,
2: well, double oh, win.
0: Yeah. Very on brand, I guess. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. We are our product testers throughout yes. our pregnancy. Yeah.
0: That was actually really cool.
2: Yeah. How do you, I mean, I can't tell you how wonderful it feels to be able to open up my packet every day and know I'm getting exactly what I need, especially since because we got connected. You know, was it, it was right before I gave birth, and I was like, shit, I haven't done all my research to figure out what I'm supposed to take. Yeah, because you know, I was like, oh, guess I'll keep taking my prenatal, but then maybe I'll need more omegas, and then like, what do I do to make sure my hair doesn't fall out, and like, what am I deficient in, and then, okay, I'll take my placenta pills, and like, what's that have? I was like, I was like, oh my god, I have so much research to do, and then now I just beautiful yeah. little packets that are ready.
0: You yeah. got it
2: all there for you. <laughs> and I have Davide already taking the men's.
0: Oh, good. Yeah. Oh,
2: so he could, cause yeah. he's now ready like to talk about the second important.
0: one. Yeah. I mean, that felt like such an important product, like whether you're trying to conceive or you're, you know, just doing the dad thing, we just felt like it was so important that men take more of an active role. Like we, as women carry, you know, whether it's you know, the reality of the situation or not, is like, we just carry that burden of fertility. Absolutely. And men, you know, it's equal cups, you know, half and half. And so, you know, love. It's (laughs)
1: it's
0: a cup of each. And I'm like, this is so (laughs)
1: literal.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But, um, you know, we're like, well, Men need to support themselves too. And even, you know, once you're past that trying to conceive stage, like if we're expected to take care of everyone and, you know, our husbands are too, like they need to take care of themselves too, nationally. Of
2: course. And also, by the way, if you're going to do IVF, this is extremely necessary for both partners too, to make sure that you are getting as many embryos and eggs as possible, especially because there's so much financial pressure on those procedures.
0: 100%. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Big time.
2: I gave also the um as a present a uh, a girlfriend of mine has been trying to conceive for a long time
0: mm-hmm. and
2: realized that she had some fibroids. She just got them removed, blah, 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 blah. So now my husband feels like he's all really excited to talk to other men about like fertility journeys, which I think is really cute. So we were at like a barbecue on Saturday, I hear him talking to to someone and um Uh, my friend's husband and he was like well yeah now that everything is kind of settled with her like we're gonna start IVF but you know now it's like we know everything is good with her so the kind of the pressure is on me and you know I I, like smoke some weed and I do this and and I don't know like now she's like trying to tell me to stop everything but like you know like whatever and and we ended up giving him the vitamins like the men's multi because I was like I was like dude
0: it's awesome.
2: I was like, like, take you these, and she'll get off. It
1: off.
0: she'll get
2: off your back. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> just take them because. And I felt that way with Dominique too. I was like, as long as you're taking something, if you like want to go smoke a cigar every
0: once in a while, fine. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, just like seeing it on my husband's like side of the bathroom. Like, oh, he's like doing his part. It's just like a little. It's like yeah. your house virtue signaling. <laughs> Yeah. (laughs) It's like, Oh, they're doing his part. They
1: contribute a little bit so they can. Yeah. Well, that becomes
2: such a a huge, you know, that like makes and breaks relationships, like that pressure of going through a fertility journey with your, with your partner is unlike anything else.
0: It's wild. I mean, like something that we thought about with like parallel, like building this brand was like, yes, a lot of our, you know, people that are taking our product are you know they are moms already or they might be pregnant but a huge part of our customer base are women that maybe haven't and are you know alone in this journey and they're mm-hmm. trying to conceive and so it was like really important for us to create this community that was like very inclusive i feel like you know when you're in that process of trying to get pregnant and that foggy world, um, you can feel really alone. And I think that's so important for us is to create a space where like women are supporting all women, wherever you are in this journey, it's imperfect and that's okay. And we want to open that up and just share that with everyone. But that was really important to us.
1: Uh, yeah. And I think it was also making sure that it's, you know, everyone has ups and downs in their journey and, no. you know, Someone who looks like, "Oh, they just got pregnant naturally or and it was super easy, and all of that, like well, maybe they had a really tough delivery, and like there's a roller coaster on all of this from trying oh to being pregnant, your delivery, then like the early years of your child, then it's hard for everyone yeah. and Maybe one part is easy for one person, but the next stage might be really tough for them. And so making sure that we included all of those stories and, mm-hmm. you know, we're caring for all of those different challenges.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's not one experience that is any bit similar to no. anybody else's. And like what you said, yeah, maybe pregnancy was easy, but the birth was difficult or then you have like a colicky child. I mean, yeah. there are a lot of moments where shake
0: can hit the fan. <laughs> oh, yeah, it do yeah. Or, or it literally does actually yeah <laughs> we are just you know, like you know a lot of a lot of shitty stories we've been telling <laughs> like, like, my husband
2: got shit on by Carmela last week and it was the funniest thing because it had happened to my my mom and I knew to be prepared every time and he was changing her diaper by himself for the first time yeah. and I was like listen be careful when you unlock that thing because If she just went to the bathroom, you're supposed to wait a second. Like, there's probably more. And I hear him going, come on, come on, get in here. Oh, my God, it's everywhere. And he lost it. And I I was laughing. He was like, it's not not funny. It's It's like like breast milk poop. Like, this is nothing.
0: Yeah, Yeah, it's nothing. Get used to it.
2: Yeah, I was like, wait till she starts eating real
0: food. (laughs) Oh, yeah. It gets worse. Yeah, you're you're like up to your elbows and shit (laughs) until...
1: I don't know. I really don't know. I don't know when the cap is. I have not hit it yet.
2: (laughs) Probably like seven. Because like, I mean, (laughs) how old is your, are both your oldest?
0: My oldest is three and a half. Mine's two and a half.
2: Wait, you have three kids under the age of three and a
0: superwoman, I'm telling you. (laughs) No, No, nothing is under control. (laughs) Wait, how did that happen? What, how... (laughs)
1: <laughs> but they're just they're close they're close and literally nothing is I mean
2: what were I, you like six months you had a six-month home when you got pregnant the second time
1: the first time and then I had a yeah. how far apart the next 19 months I don't know what that math is I should know uh 10 months, 10 months? yeah mm-hmm. yeah they're they're close there's a lot of them and we had <laughs> seven hands last night so things are not going well over You're here. You're
2: outnumbered and they're all under four. It's insane. <laughs> yeah. I,
1: don't know I have does. nothing
2: to complain about with my what? I
1: yeah. mean my neck exploded that's yeah. what happened. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Minor detail. Uh, uh,
1: but.
2: I feel like i have you know what I, I understand I always I was like nervous before I got pregnant because I was like, damn, I used to be like fun and party and drink. And then I realized all my friends that have kids like drink way more than I like, and I drink so much and they drink like way more and party so hard. And now I'm like, oh, I get it. Like as soon as like 530 hits, my mom and I are like cocktail. like, it's okay.
1: just... <laughs> Come
0: on Let's do this. Like If I made it to this time, I deserve this. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, dabbling in gummies now. We're getting wild.
2: <laughs> oh my god, the moms and the gummies is a whole. It's like
0: <laughs> yeah. mom gummy. Like seriously, I feel like every mom I know has just gotten into gummies, whether they were like straight as narrow before or not. I,
2: so so all. <laughs> <got her> <laughs> oh yeah, I've seen like some of my most like uptight friends like at post yeah post motherhood like take hits of joints. Like I'm fine. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, oh, you, Mother, it changes you. Yeah, I,
2: I deserve this.
0: <laughs> Go on one side and come out the other. A whole new person. It
2: just seems like the entire purpose of a child all day long is to break you.
0: Pretty so, much. Yeah. It's,
2: it's like literally
0: any other thing else. <laughs> they they don't do anything else around the house at this point.
1: Yeah, so. it's just
2: yeah. to break you,
1: Trusting you. When my sister my sister has three kids, basically all the same age, and when she had her first, she was like. I just don't understand. They're totally useless. They can't even hold their own head up. Nope. <laughs> oh
2: my gosh, my. <laughs> You're like, yes, and make sure you hold that head up because it will fall off. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wild. Uh, okay, so where are these magical supplements available?
0: They are available exclusively on parallelhealth.com. Mm-hmm. And our favorite part of you know our business is that we have a one-for-one model. So when we were building this business and we learned about, you know, through Tori's experience, we learned that one in 33 babies born in the U.S. are born with birth defects, many of which- One in 33? In the United States alone. Wow. Bonkers. Um, It's just, it just really got our blood boiling. And, you know, we're both the type of people when we see an injustice, like- what can we do? (laughs) And again, like going back to what you said, we're incredibly privileged. You know, the fact that we were even able to take the time to start this business and, you know, pull this all together, it was really important for us to create something where we could pay it forward and help other women that might not have access. Like we've all had. What does that program look like? So for every subscription, we donate our own prenatal vitamins to underserved women within the United States specifically. Mm Right. So so we
1: worked with a variety of different partners. Core of the program is that we bottled our prenatal, our doctor formulated prenatal. We weren't willing to use like the generic version because that felt so false to everything that we were doing. Um, And so it's not the cheapest version of doing it, but it's, you know, core to our business and what we want to build. And so we worked with a handful of partners across the US. We worked with obviously a bunch here in LA because that's Mm -hmm. where we are.
0: In Atlanta. I mean, all over. And we've worked with big and small organizations. And it's just really nice to know that when you're making a purchase, you know that you're paying it forward and helping another mom. And it kind of goes back to like this whole idea that like the reason we call ourselves parallels, we always want to be parallel to wherever you are in your journey and support each other in our triumphs, in our good and in the bad and support wherever you might be. And so this was just a really natural thing for us to do is you know how can we support other moms that just don't have that access or that support
2: that's wonderful thank you guys is there anything that you want to share that I've forgotten because of mom brain which I only have like a month left of using as an excuse (laughs) I don't know how you're doing it
1: (laughs) (laughs) my mom
2: we live with my mom that's (laughs) how we do it literally my mom is downstairs with the baby Who's my mom? Was also very like chill because she had a bunch. Like she's like, just set the baby down. It's fine. And I was like, what? No.
0: <laughs> it is nice to have someone like that to remind you, like they'll be okay, they'll survive. Like
1: well, no, like with yeah, our first, absolutely. If we put him down, like it was in the center of the table, and we were sitting next to him and watching him, and then like with the third, we like forgot which room we put her in, and yeah. it, was-
0: <laughs> <laughs> it is nice. You get a little more confident. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. So
2: funny. Oh, well,
0: Thank you yeah. for having us. No, we-
2: my God. Thank you so much. I'm just, I can't, I can't express to you. I mean, I'm sure you hear it all the time, but you're going to hear it a lot more as parallel grows and grows and grows. But, like it is just unbelievable. First of all, it's incredible that we live in the time that we do where so many women like you guys in modern fertility and the origin founder, like, What the fuck? Like, why is this like this? This is like the fact that nobody has come up with a solution like this. And we are in 2021 adult intelligent women having to like Google what vitamins we should take for our pregnancies is insane. So congratulations for taking advantage of, you know, of what you life has to offer us at this point in time and being able to come up with something to help so many women.
1: Thank you. We're thank you. honored to
2: support you. Chris, thank you. I just, I'm like, I, I hope that my hair doesn't fall out and that my hey. skin didn't used to look good. It's
0: all good. You look gorgeous. Yeah.
2: Thank you. All I have left is the hair on my head. <laughs> <laughs> thank you guys so much. Have a good rest of your day. And that, ladies and gentlemen, concludes this week's episode of Everything is the Best. I hope you enjoyed it. Please rate, review, subscribe, all that stuff. Maybe leave a comment. But remember, shitty comments are for shitty people. Go ahead and follow me on Instagram at Pia Barangini, And I hope you have a fabulous, fabulous rest of your day. Love you. Ciao.